You are listening to another episode of Love in Kobo, a podcast about life, love, and money. I'm your host, Sakura. Hey everybody, it's been a minute. I had an unofficial spring break, but I am back here recording again for you guys. So a recurring theme that has repeated itself throughout most of my life is the fact that I have to do things my own way. Now, this has been a frustrating lesson for me because when you do things your own way, or if you are the first to do something, you don't have a model to go after. And usually that means that you encounter a lot of mistakes and This is helpful for the people that come after you that go through the same things, but it's tough to go through something for the first time. It's tough to not have a path or a formula to follow. But the good thing is that when you learn to do something and you learn to do it on your own, it sticks for a lifetime. I like to avoid mistakes as much as possible, which I'm sure that most people do. It's not necessarily because making mistakes makes me feel like a failure. It's just that I like to solve problems. So to me, until I solve the problem, it's a problem for me, for lack of a better word, lack of better words. I think that many of the mistakes that I made in my life had long-term consequences. So I became afraid of making mistakes pretty early on in my life because I was always afraid that I would be paying for those mistakes forever. So I started to become a person that wanted to make sure that I got things right and I got them right the first time. Luckily, I have a lot of great role models in my life. And the people that came before me, such as my older siblings and my parents and cousins and things like that, they set a high standard, a high bar of excellence that I wanted to follow. And I wanted to either do as well as them or surpass them, which I'm sure that everybody wants to do. And even so when it came to problems in my life, I always came to my siblings first or to my parents first, because in my head, they were good problem solvers. They knew the answer. They were excelling so greatly in their lives. I figured that Their answers were as good as gold. And at some point I started to doubt my own reasoning and I, I preferred their reasoning to my own. And I thought in my head that if I followed their formula, if I followed their solution, if I, if I followed their guidance, that I would be assured success. But the thing is that if you're following somebody else's path, then you're most likely not walking in your own path. So it was interesting because I would want to go to people for answers, but then if what they told me was not favorable, I would be upset at myself for following their advice. So there was this cycle of me being afraid to trust my own gut, then me going to ask somebody for their opinion, and then me following what they thought I should do and then feeling anger 
that either what they said didn't work for me or that even if what they said worked, I wasn't happy with the outcome or it wasn't something that I truly wanted to do. So I felt trapped that I felt trapped in the sense that I was afraid to do what I wanted to do and was scared I wouldn't be successful if I followed my own reasonings or rationings or whatever. But then I was frustrated that I felt I was living a life that somebody else chose for me. And until you choose for yourself, you are living a life that somebody else has chosen for you. The interesting thing about following a formula is that results may vary. A quick example is following somebody's recipe. They can tell you this is how much sugar and flour and egg yolks that I put in to make this cake. But then when you finish yours, it doesn't taste anything like the cake that they usually make. And you follow the formula. In fact, you follow it to a T, but it doesn't taste the same. Another example that came to my mind this morning when I was thinking about this episode, this story to me was proof of the importance of not following a formula, but instead following your belief and putting your own flavor on it, really. Um, Because even back to the cooking, They may tell you all the ingredients that they put in it, but they may not tell you that they added nutmeg or that they also add brown sugar or that they sprinkle cinnamon on it at the end. There's something else that they're putting in it that they didn't tell you. And that little difference is what makes their cake taste different than yours. The story that I'm thinking about is related to my career. So luckily I've had the blessing of being promoted at every job that I've ever been in. There was a time that I was in a position that, and I wanted a promotion and I knew that I was worthy of a promotion and I knew that I was capable of doing more at the company that I was working for. And I didn't know how to go about talking to my boss about getting promoted. I, I had about getting promoted and I spoke to a profession. I spoke to another accountant that I really respected. She was well advanced in her career at this point in time. And she also had received several promotions. And I was telling her I wasn't really sure how to come to my boss and talk to her about it. Because initially, I just thought that if I do good work, if I show that I am capable, if, I, if I'm um, increasing efficiencies and solving problems in the office that naturally people would want to promote me. That's not always how life works. So I got frustrated that I felt that I was doing my best and and that my responsibilities and my role did not match my capabilities. And so when I spoke to the woman, I'll call her my mentor just for sake of this story. When I spoke to my mentor about what to do, she suggested that I put my request in writing that I copy HR and I go through this whole formal process of telling my boss that I feel that I should be promoted, stating every single thing I did, just making sure that everything was documented. And it seemed very rigid for me. For one, me and my boss had a casual relationship. And in general, the office was a very casual relationship where we could all come and talk to each other, pop into each other's offices, come up to each other's cubes, So to write a formal email and to copy HR would be out of the norm from the way that we communicate. To me, doing something like that would cause tension. It would make my boss feel like I was trying to get her in trouble. And just, I thought that it would 
decrease the likelihood of me getting promoted if I was to go about doing it that way. So I told my mentor, I said that to me, it would be easier to just have a conversation with her face to face. And that really what I needed was advice on just how to speak to her and what to say to her face to face. And she said that she didn't think I should talk to her face to face, that that might be too confrontational and that instead I should write an email. And I told her, I didn't think that was confrontational to just sit and talk to my boss because we sit and talk about different things and that I didn't think that it would be viewed as confrontational. I thought that writing her email, copying HR would be more of a confrontation in my opinion. And so she just kind of said, do what you feel like doing. But I think that the the email and the, and the written path is the way to go. Um, and that she really didn't advise me talking to her face to face and that she thought that maybe I would end up getting terminated as a result. So I thought about for a week and I was kind of afraid. Um, I didn't know what to do. And so I said, you know what? If I go to her face to face, maybe she will feel that I'm being confrontational. If I write the email, maybe she also will feel that way. But if I'm going to perhaps get fired or something crazy just as a, as a result of me requesting something that I did not think was a crazy request, which is to advance in my career, then I'd rather get fired doing things my way instead of choosing the way that I thought was inauthentic to me. And so I ended up choosing my way and I just shot my boss an email asking if we could talk in general. So then we had a meeting and I expressed to her that I enjoyed working at the company and, and enjoyed working with her and my team and things of that nature. And I let her know my overall goals and that I did want to grow within the organization and where I thought I should be and how I thought that I had proven myself thus far. And I also let her know that as much as I loved it there, that I would consider leaving if I could not grow there. And so I laid it all out on the table to my boss and she in, in my head, in my heart, my heart was pounding and I said, oh boy, I don't know how this is going to go. I didn't know she would be angry. I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect, but I was pleasantly surprised. She said that she was happy that I came to her. She respected me for coming to her face to face and telling her what I thought. And she also expressed that she appreciated working with me and that she would keep the, the thought of a promotion in mind and that she also did believe that I could do more. Another thing that she mentioned was that there have been other situations with employees that were unhappy that did not talk to her. Instead, they quit. And then after they resigned, they then um, expressed at the point of their resignation is when they expressed things that they were unhappy with. And she said that one of her frustrations was that she wished that they had told her in advance because then she could have at least done something about it. And so she was happy that I came and talked to her. So at the very least, she had the option to try to make things right instead of me just leaving. And then by then it would be too late to do anything. So long story short, I ended up getting promoted soon after and everything worked out great. After the promotion, I came and I told my mentor that, that I got promoted and how I got promoted and that I did have the face-to-face -face conversation and that my boss respected that more and that she actually did mention that she respected that I had the conversation face-to-face -face instead of another method. So my mentor expressed surprise. She didn't expect it to go that way, but she said that it's, it's good that you did what you believed. That situation really boosted my confidence in my ability to make career decisions and my ability to be my authentic self. And it made me 
feel more comfortable with blazing my own path and not feeling that I had to follow the path that others did, even if it was the path of people that were very successful. And that's a lesson that I'm learning again now. Even right now in my career, I don't know any other accountants or CPAs that work 100% remotely that are also raising children from home at the same time. I don't know anybody doing that. So right now I am the first of the people I know to do this. And right now I'm at a point where I'm blazing my own trail. And then all the things I'm learning now, hopefully I can help some other woman down the line who might not know if doing such a thing is possible. And then I can share with her the things that I learned along the way. But definitely blazing your own trail and going down a path that nobody that you know has gone down before is is scary because who wants to mess up? Especially when it's high stakes. I'm a mother, I'm a homeowner, I'm a wife, I'm a professional. I, I want to be assured that all the career decisions that I'm making now are going to have an awesome outcome, but I don't know. Right now I'm walking the path and I'm doing, I'm making the decisions that I think are correct. And I'm, I don't know where they will lead, but I'm trusting that they will lead somewhere good. And I'm trusting that I can make sound decisions and that everything I'm doing is not in vain and that everything I'm doing will make sense in the end. But the point of this episode was to say that results may vary. It's good to use people as an example, but definitely be sure to throw your own spice on it, to add your own flavor to it and not be afraid of where it may lead. Now, there is a time and place for following directions exactly as somebody has given them to you. So if your doctor tells you that you have high blood pressure and you need to lay off the sodium. This is not the time for you to literally add your own spice and flavor listen to what they tell you and and lay off the salty foods. Um, so there is a time and place for following directions. I'm more so talking about making sure that you don't, that you don't minimize the value of your own decision-making, of your own rationale, of your own thoughts, of your own authentic self. And by authentic self, because I know that's a buzzword that people use, by authentic self, I just mean the way that you do things, the way that works best for you, how you would word something, how you would say something, the way that you would navigate in the situation, what seems true to to how you would act. Something as simple as even signing off on an email. If somebody says, oh, write this email and sign off with kind regards, Joe. But for you, you like to use sincerely or for you, you just like to just write dash Joe at the end of your email. If somebody's telling you to write an email to your boss and you know for you, it would be weird for you to put kind regards because you never use that, then that would not be your authentic self. So that's a simple example, but that's what I mean. Just to just to do things in a way that will work for you. Like for me, writing a formal email to my boss was not authentic to me because that's not how we talk. I talk. I walk up in your office every day. We talk every day. That is the best way for for me to navigate that type of situation. And that's what I did. No matter how much you respect someone and no matter how distinguished and established that you think somebody is, you still bring something to the table and you still have your own flair that is special and will bring you results also. You can still achieve results of your own even if you don't do things the same way that somebody else has done. That's all for now. See you guys later. 